Primos y primas, and welcome back to my Primos podcast. I know it's been a little bit since our last episode, but thank you for being patient. Uh, this week, we actually have a special guest on the show. We're going to be talking with Lalo Alcaraz, and we are going to talk about his career. We're going to talk about uh, where his head's at with the recent you know, protests yeah. going on with Black Lives Matter. Uh, we have Primo Walter on the show today as well. You know, he yeah. jumped in this one. Uh, we, I, Dos soleado. Soleado from his recent trips, but uh, Walter, before we let the Sunny. listeners listen to the show, you know, what do you think people can get out of this conversation? Mm, we'll get to know a little bit of him. I always kind of mention people. Oh, the guy was like, I, I, I bought some of his stuff last time we met him. Um, and oh, this guy from Coco, that's what I, how I always kind of yeah. say. And he's like, oh, yeah, really cool. And, like, okay. and I kind of explain a little bit about his background. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, kind of look into his background and his stuff. He, he'll talk about it, obviously, in the episode. But yeah, cool. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So. All right, guys, we'll stay tuned for the episode and let us know what you think. From the ether, I just appeared out of cloud. A reaper screaming, fuck the world. A drink was coming now, like a reaper. A slap of dying shot, he don't pronounce it. We got what, uh, where you guys are at? Uh, I'm in Dallas, and he's in Austin. Okay. I'm in Austin. Yeah. All right. Salud. What are you Salud. drinking? Topo oh, Chico. Topo Chico, yeah. Yeah. I just found the some of the lime ones. They don't have, there's not a lot of them around here, so I snatched them up. No, I always have my refrigerator stock with that stuff. I got mm -hmm. my, my dad into that, actually. Topo Chico. Nah, man. Topo Chico. We, I didn't grow up with any of that stuff. Like me, I, I grew up pretty much like with Sprite being the closest thing to a mineral water. My mom thought it was the healthiest soda or the healthiest fizzy drink. Because like, it was white. Because it was, cause it was clear. Because it was clear. Clear, like, clear. Hey, it's clear. It'll settle your stomach. Drink a 7-Up or a Sprite. That's all. You're good. That's healthier than a Coke. I don't know. That's what it was. But, um, well, guys, let's, uh, I'm going to go just dive right in. Uh, all right. Primos y primas, and welcome to My Primos Podcast. Uh, today is a special episode. We are usually have, you know, our back and forth with me and the primos, but today we have just been honored. I'll say the word honored because I'm a big fan. I'm pumped up. Uh, we're joined today by, what do you say? We got author, host, cartoonist. I mean, Lalo, you have a lot going on, man. You have so many titles going on, and I'm really <laughs> excited to have Lalo. Alcaraz on the show with us today. Say hi. What's up, primos, primas, and listeners? Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you again for being here. And of course, with me, I got my primo and yours, el primo Chicume, Walter, Walter with a G. Uh, say what's <laughs> up, primo. Uh, the heavy G. No, I'm just here. Just, just got back from West Texas, actually. If you can see my face, look at my, how, how red I am. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I, I just got. Yeah. Huh? I thought it was the lighting, dude. No, hell no. It's like I just got like really sunburned because I was out there doing like some testing and I just got back yesterday like 11. I wanted to start, Lalo, real quick. 
you know, we know we have a couple people that we know, a couple of mutual friends, uh, a couple other creators that we've had on the show. I have Javier Hernandez, you know, creator of El Muerto. Uh, you know, know him. Uh, also Hector Rodriguez, he does El Peso Hero. Uh, we, yep. We also had Henry Barajas on here, you know, Tata Rambo. Like we've had plenty of people on here that are trying to really push representation and really push themselves into the limelight. Like, and they actually I hit them up earlier today saying, hey, I'm going to have Lalo on the show. You know, can you guys give me something to toss his way? Just a comment, a question, something. Javier goes, yeah, man. I just tell him it's great seeing him moving forward in the entertainment industry with his work in animation. Hollywood has always been very slow to open up to Latino creatives in large numbers. So it's inspiring that he sticks to his guns and keeps fighting for a place at the table. Awesome. So that's Javier Hernandez for you right there. And to get you gushing a little more, a little more, I was told explicitly, he's like, tell him that I quote me on this. This is from Hector. He's like, Lalo is a literary cartoonist Chicano godfather. He has been a great mentor and inspiration for generations of Chicano artists and writers. His work continues to inspire and encourage us to share our stories. So that's a little bit of love tossed your way from your peers. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say it sucks getting old, getting called the Godfather. But uh, as my friends say, take the compliment. <laughs> take the compliment, man. You know, like I, I mean, mean, I'm, I'm sure mean, there's some perks. Awesome. I'm sure there's some perks, right? <laughs> hey, man. You, when you can, when you have that much clout. We get to shop earlier, you know, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> no man, that shopping early shit is the target. Right <laughs> yeah, well, target's burning to the ground. But uh, <laughs> I, I want to no, give you that man. praise, man, because get that out of the way. Of course, you know, it's a lot of love. You know, the secret to success is just outliving everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I like don't, that. Don't, I like man. that. You know, we're Mexican. I'm Me I'm Chicano. I can't stop working, man. I just I don't know the meaning of not working. So uh, you know, just keep working uh, and try to survive. Yeah, we're we're Salvadoreños. Our family is from Salvador. I grew up I grew up in LA, uh, but one thing my mom and dad always said they're like they never saw retirement in front of them ever. They're like, I'm gonna keep working until I can't anymore. That's the immigrant uh, ethos. You know? No, but it's like a like a multi. It turns into like like right now, like my parents moved from LA to to here to Austin. So now it's like a multi-generational household, you know? Yeah. And I recently had a, a, a daughter, so they're going to be, I'm like, fuck yeah, mom, you're more than welcome, you know? Like, they're going to be helping with uh, taking care of the baby, you know? Which is, it's like, that's like, what am I going to go pay for 1400 for some random person? So it's like, uh, so yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say we are their 401k, but <laughs> to a certain extent, you know? To extent, to extent. But uh, <laughs> if people that don't know who you are, because we have a big mix of people that listen to the show, some are into the creative side, into comic books and creative, and then some are not, just here for the laughs and whatnot. But we do like to put a focus on, you know, representation. That's been the thing from the beginning for us, avoiding assimilation, right? And I wanted to yeah. just mention that because you had to kind of no. muscle, you had to muscle your way through the industry, yeah. right? I mean, to get real representation or notice of what you're doing and i guess i want to just kind of blurt out to the people here what's the people don't know who you are who is lalo and what do you do and what are you currently doing sure well i started out as a, a cartoonist you know i grew up on the border um u.s mexico border in san diego and tijuana and i saw i 
you know, just growing up in the 70s, uh, watching TV and not seeing anybody that looked like me. Uh, but, uh, you know, growing up on the border, you watch a lot of, I watched uh, back then, all these old American shows, you know, like, you know, I know Amer American pop culture from TV, but, you know, for a certain period, you'd be watching dubbed over American shows uh, into Spanish, right? And and even those at that time, I, I, I could feel like, all right, where's the, where's, where's the, where's the, what kind, of, what kind of shows? What kind of shows, by the way, if you can? Man, I, I was just telling somebody about this, like uh, Bonanza. You know oh, what Bonanza? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely saw reruns of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So back then, you know, we had like four channels, and yeah. so you know. Yeah. Well, well, we had UHF. Word? Remember, I got the flip it. UHF. Which, uh, the yeah. The <laughs> show. Flip it and yeah, I had to have the, the little show. channel, the little dial, the big dial. Uh, I remember those. My, my, yeah. My wife laughs at me because I I, uh, I remember when I was a kid and my, my mom cleaned houses uh, and my dad was a landscaper. You know, he worked at a, 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 a landscape uh, place and uh, a plant nursery. Okay. And the people, they still live, they have the house on. It was like a plantation kind of. They lived uh -oh. on the, <laughs> ground yeah. the place. And they're, they're very good to my family. Yeah. But, uh, my my you know didn't have childcare so my mom would bring me to work and i they would plot me down in front of the tv and they the the lady of the house uh, babied me uh, uh, and she would put on like sesame street or electric company yeah. or all these old shows oh, okay. and i later on i was like oh my god that what what kind of fancy cable was that like when i was little i used to watch cable tv the first cable tv no it was just like Public television, <laughs> you know, like we, we thought. It, I thought, yeah. it, you know, rich people will only watch this, you know. But uh, so, um, you know, I, I, I still wouldn't see people that look like me, and I, I realized, uh, and and drawing runs in my family, so that was a natural extension of just drawing. By by way of who? By the by way of who did that kind of expose you? Like who who was drawing in your family? Uh, nobody was drawing my family until a little later I went to, I would go on the summers to Mexico uh, when I was little and I would hang out with my cousins who uh, were older. Uh, they went to college, but they, they were artists. They were very artistic oh, okay. um, and like multi-talented, like they got all, all the skills, but they became uh, CPAs, you know, they became... Uh, accountants, yeah. and they became mm -hmm. college professors, and they because you couldn't make a living as an artist back then in in Mexico, and I don't know how easy yeah. it is now, yeah. but um, it's, it's not even it's not easy here, you know. So yeah, about um, to stay. <laughs> yeah, my cousin. So my cousin was uh, very. Well, my cousin Cesar just he just passed away, and I uh, he he showed me like I I was a revelation to see another family member. They had little paintings and drawings, and you know, uh, it, it was really uh, amazing to see that you could actually do that for a living. Uh, I got, I got the, the the crazy idea that I could do it for a living, and then uh, eventually, you know, I just was doing comics, telling stories, representing, you know, my my, my friends and family in cartoons, and and it just grew, you know, into being pissed off all the time, you know. Well, <laughs> let me ask you before, and, I, and let me ask you about, so you're yeah. growing up, you're learning about this, you're drawing, you're drawing, you're drawing, 
you know, I, I felt it. I don't know if you felt it kind of, you know, I, in my family, I felt at least at that time when I'm, I'm still coming up as a kiddo. I'm into writing. I love writing. I love writing. And I always felt like, man, no one in this household or no one that I know is a writer. Like no one that yeah. I know is a writer. So who do I turn to for help? Who do I look to for help? Where if I wanted to fix a pipe, my dad's a plumber. If I wanted to fix a, a faulty electrical, my tío's an electrician. Otro tío's yeah. a carpintero. You know, like I can find someone to help me figure something when it comes to that kind of labor. But they, are those cousins and that kind of the, the ones you were able to turn to when you finally had that, that, that like spurt or what was it? Well, no, because, you know, they, they were, they were down there and, what 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 I found up here was was Chicano artists, and so I found uh, I this is corny, but I actually answered a PSA that was in San Diego on TV that said uh, this is this um, Chicano cultural center called the Centro Cultural de la Raza, and it's a famous mural painting uh, center and uh, folklorico dancing, all 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 that. And they had a, this PSA on on TV, and I I, I called in. And it said free uh, free art classes, free mural painting. So it works. And I'm, I'm down. <laughs> so I took the bus all the way over there, and uh, and uh, I met my mentors there. Uh, you know, other Chicano artists that took me under their wings, and and that's how I found the because of that art artist community was there, um, and people that believed in. You know, spreading it to the community to the next generations, and that was me. You know, and uh, so uh, I, I I went for it, and I learned a lot. When you mentioned that you got to a point where you were just kind of like angry, you know, like what <laughs> what I mean, obviously you grew up, you know, in the seventies. You grew up during all that, and it's touch, touching on TV shows. Lalo, you're gonna get this reference, maybe some listeners, but not my cousin, but. Are you ready, man, for if we already had a we need a remake of Chico and the Man. I'm ready for a Chico and the Man remake and a reboot and get something going on, man, because I love Chico and the Man. Talk about old 70s shows like Chico and the Man was my show. I love that show. Did you ever get into that? I totally. I mean, I, I uh, pretty Prince, man. Uh, I watched all those shows, man. I, I, I think part of my political consciousness was from, you know, watching these old 70s shows like All in the Family and. You know, good times, and these shows are like were written with politics in mind. It was such a, you know, compared to today. I mean, there, it's like that cliche of you know, you almost couldn't make that today. You know, because they were so, no, but, okay. Question, question on, on that same topic, because right now you have like you know shows like uh, Blackish and all that. You know, they kind of you know touch on that, and they're you know they. You know, Modern Family and all that type of stuff. And what's the other one with? Um, there's like a Netflix picked it up. Oh, um, one day at a time. Well, that moved. Yeah, home. one day at a time. And um, obviously, it's kind of very apparent. But was back then was it harder to kind of push a certain you know to kind of push certain certain context that wasn't just for laughs you know that had some kind of like political. Uh, for lack of a better word, political statement within it, you know, back then, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, there was, there's, there back then, like today, there was plenty of junk TV that just didn't mean anything, you know, but a lot of TV writing was infused with, with political stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and they, you've seen that clip on, on, I saw it on Twitter of, uh, 
Remember Little House on the Prairie? Okay. And it had Michael Landon is there talking, and there's a little uh, uh, black uh, boy in the class, and he, and they have and they have the most blunt discussion about race that it could have been written yesterday, and but it's like it says the N word. It's like so amazing that anybody wrote this. First of all, it's probably some you know Jewish uh, TV writer yeah. who was like progressive and wrote this thing, and it's a it's a mind blowing segment. You know that you play it today and you go like, they let this on TV. I can't believe it. You know, it's so awesome. But a lot of shows. Like that. It's cool, you know, that we can have this conversation right now. You would think like thirty, you know, thirty years removed from the, those those type of TV shows. Do you? I mean, honestly. I would think now with so many outlets, you yeah. have a, that more freedom, right? But I think there was more, there's more in your face now. And there was more of like a intricate kind of weaving it into the storyline back then, no? Like it was more like. I, I, yeah, I agree. Stuff is, sometimes you watch some of the shows, they're, they're well-meaning. And they're clunky, you know. It's just like does it does it does it feel more? Because um, I mean, if you did it back then, like like Stanley was saying, you had to kind of weave it in and kind of pass it through and see if it kind of you snuck it in. I imagine, as opposed to now, it's being done more more disingenuous because you want to portray a certain. It's like a Jenner that Jenner, the Kardashian girl with the Pepsi. Pepsi can, oh, you know, can like, yeah. like it's like more, more deliberately, like, oh yeah, we're, you know, look at us, you know, we're progressive yeah. or whatever. So it's kind of, does it feel more disingenuous now and much more genuine back then, where people would potentially risk careers, you know, for that type of stuff? If, if some, you know, Karen from back in the day used to, you know, send the letter like, hey, like I didn't appreciate this, you know, on TV <laughs> or whatever, right? Well, you know, the, I mean, it was definitely a, more of a challenge, I bet, you know, to, to, to be able to get something like that in. But, you know, now that i am been involved in film and TV for a solid five years, I mean, I respect how difficult it must have been because there's so many layers of people stopping you from, you know, maybe saying mm -hmm. exactly what you want to say now, you know. Although... You know, like uh, I work for a super liberal, uh, uh, you know, company which is Nickelodeon. Yeah. So you get you get both. You know, I mean, they they're committed to diversity. Uh, they 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 want diverse programming. I mean, it's the only reason I got a, a gig there. You know, and they 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 do they do care. They just sent out a you know message about the the you know to support Black Lives Matter and. You know, Netflix just sent one out, and I mean, the, there's people that do care, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I I kind of agree. Like, I mean, it's it's easier. Not that it's not appreciated, right? Not that it's not appreciated, right? The what's going on, right? But um, I imagine, I wonder if it's not. I mean, does it feel if it feels not as genuine as as in other times, right? Well, you know, I mean, the everybody's got to. Be on the right side, you know. Like I think, even mm -hmm. if it, they're not a hundred percent genuine. I mean, just you know, do it anyway. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah be right. Be, do, yeah. be on the right side. Right. Be on the right side. Unpopular, yeah. but be on the right side. Uh, but yeah. you know, touching on on your work, and I want to start getting to where you start finding your stride. You know, you you were you got your mentors under you, helping you along, kind of helping you that support that we've always heard from other 
other artists on the show saying, yeah, you know, this group of artists that I had around me are what propelled me to where I needed to go. You know, they pushed me along or they called me on my shit like, hey, that sucks. Or like, hey, you know, do this, do that. Or kind of were real with you as opposed to other publications. Or I'm, I'm guessing, you know, you can tell me when you went out there pushing your stuff out there. I mean, you probably got a crap load of no's. And without their yeah. help, you would have probably given up. I'm guessing, no? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I tried, uh, you know, different ways. I mean, at most... Like uh, I'm an editorial cartoonist, so mo all most or all editorial cartoonists, uh, when they're in college, they were the cartoonists for their school paper, you know. So that so it wasn't that I had like a big community helping me there, but it was a good environment to uh, test out, you know, like what it what it felt like to draw for a newspaper, what what to have a deadline, uh, to get hate mail almost immediately, you know. And, <laughs> uh, did that so, feel good? Did that feel good for like hate it mail? It was weird at first. It was so weird at first, and then it was deeply satisfying, you know. Right, I imagine, yeah, shit. You, draw, it, you, you create something that gets inside someone's head that pisses yeah. them off. That and, and even more so, even even more so back then, that somebody had to actually sit down, pin on paper, put a <laughs> yeah. stamp, take it to the fucking <laughs> mail, drop it in there, and then wait. <laughs> uh, I know. Now it's like. Even now, Throw it's like weird, weird to get a, a email, uh, hate mail yeah. letter. Yeah. It's like nobody now. Now people just post shit on social media. Yeah. We've gotten a few, not not per yeah. political standpoint, yeah, but and, 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 <laughs> quality maybe. Yeah, they're Never. like no, but yeah. like uh, no, he was happy about it. He's like, ooh, send me. He even said, yeah, I like, need, I need more hate mail because it was like, because <laughs> when we talked about uh, the show and maybe kind of goes hand in hand with with kind of like editorial cartooning like you said it's trying to get a conversation started right and it's trying yeah. to get a rise out of somebody in a way that we can have a conversation you know we've always been saying you know make noise make noise make noise because if you're quiet if you lay back you get rolled over you get assimilated you get shit you know yeah. this is a problem right and you've mentioned and i've read some of your stuff before where you're like man instead of blowing up on the street or blowing up in your head you blew up on the page you know like when did you make that decision like hey this is my voice this is how i'm gonna get it on here like was there a turning point that said nay fuck it this is my voice now and this is what i'm going with yeah i i mean i don't, I don't know when that moment was i mean i was when i was growing up i witnessed how badly my parents were treated as immigrants you know and uh, even you know, especially even growing up in San Diego, it was very conservative at the time, very white, and just, you know, very negative to be, uh, you know, Mexican or anything other than white. You know, they, they're the, the freaking, the mascot of San Diego was Don Diego, you know, oh, the shit. Spanish Caballero or some bullshit, uh, the, and it was like, or the California, you know, Spanish yeah. dude, and mm -hmm. it's like, you know, the, and... Slap in the you're face, you know. Minutes, you're ten minutes from the fucking border, man. You're from fucking, <laughs> you know, tacos in Tijuana. You know, like, come on. So uh, that really, and then to see the way that you know my parents is working people, the way that the people took advantage of them, treated them like shit, that pissed me off. I'm still pissed, yeah. you know. But I realize, I mean, you can't walk around with that uh, all the time. You have to. Get it out of you, or else you're gonna, you know, do something really stupid. Yeah. No, yeah, you're you're right. Cause even in in I remember in college, I was always 
like every time there was like a party or, or I was I was the drunk when I would get drunk I was the one that would end up talking about politics and like no <laughs> shut up Walter you're being too no you're being too negative white people ain't not to get you and I'm like how do you blah 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 and it's like a couple of years later they're like oh yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah. you were right they're out to get you <laughs> <laughs> it's like but yeah it's a but but it is true like that's why I, I appreciate what you like like I said I'm a recent consumer of your stuff and. And every time you put stuff out, I'm like, shit, man, like, that's pretty fucking clever. And, and it's like, uh, I don't know, you don't feel out, like, in, in today's environment, you don't feel alone in terms of whatever, <clears throat> like, bullshit you notice, you know? Like, these hypocrisies that are within society. Like, you know, we want you, but I don't want your pupusas. I want your yeah. pupusas, but I don't want you. I want, I want your food, but I don't want you. Like, you go to small towns, the food isn't as, as spicy, you know, and they get mad because you're talking Spanish, you know, like uh, yeah. here in Texas at least, there's like, there's, there's like little towns that are called refugio, you know, and you say refugio the, the in the Spanish way, right, because it's not even uh, a native language to this continent, right, yeah. and you say refugio and they, they correct you and they say like, no, it's called refugio, like motherfuckers <laughs> make up your mind, or, you know, uh, it's all come from Latin, you know, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I, I get that, uh, I appreciate that energy, you know, like, like that Zach De La Rocha type, you know, anger, you know, like from Raging <laughs> the Machine, like, you know. But anyways, I like your shit pretty much. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> to move it along, you know, to to more of it, like you mentioned earlier, you've know, been working in television, you know, you've done consulting on on films, yeah. uh, TV, uh, cart animated shows, things like that. Uh, Coco, I always say, oh yeah, the guy from Coco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they got a yeah poster right here because uh. Yeah. I I was on uh, I was on the Today Show a few weeks ago, okay. so I dressed up my office with posters. And I don't have walls; I have a bunch of windows, so I just put <laughs> shit all over. <laughs> hey, no man, it's it. Let's give it. Let me ask you something about that that movie. Yeah, right? man. Let me ask you something. It that made movie... it made a lot of people cry, man. It made a lot of people cry. So. Oh yeah, but me too. yeah. Let me ask you this, Walter. Um, now you may know this because you, you know, of course, you were involved in the film. But check this, right? Before, when this movie first came out in theaters, we were pumped. I was so fucking excited. You know, my kid, he was, at the time, he was like seven or eight, right? And he never had any real representation, right? And a Pixar movie and a Disney movie, he's like, oh, wow, like, I'm excited, right? And sure. I played it up, and I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, I'm ready, I'm ready. And so we go there, and they start the movie. It's a 35-minute <laughs> cartoon of white people stealing every other culture because they don't have their own did you know this walter <laughs> no like I, I, so it's a mean? frozen what? cartoon all right it's like a, a fucking 30 minute cartoon me and my wife we have a little boy we don't have any like daughters. frozen fr frozen it's, that the, the other the, you know, like, like, don't pay if okay. i'm wrong dude hang up the call but it's literally the fucking frozen cast and they're like man uh, you're about to. I'm almost like I'm, I'm hyperbole, of course, but like, man, we don't really have any real of our own culture. Let's go knock on everybody's <laughs> door from every other part of the world and take a little bit of all their cultures to build our own <laughs> culture, our own Christmas, our own whatever. Before you watch a movie dedicated to this very beautiful, colorful, illustrious, colorful yeah. culture that we're gonna yeah. just, you're gonna make you fall in love with it. Lalo, yeah. like am a... I lying at all? Am I making this up? <laughs> That was, I think, a big misstep that uh, Disney did. I think 
what happened was, uh, let me see if I can do it without violating my non-disclosure okay, agreement okay. and not get sued. But, <laughs> we can uh, edit. <laughs> you know, I think uh, you know Disney had just bought uh, Pixar, mm -hmm. right? Uh, hopeful. So I think you know they were kind of like the one ex one explanation is they they were like you got to market this thing because uh, you know we need to market uh, Frozen, right? Because nobody knows about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right? nobody knows Frozen. <laughs> but. In reality, that uh, well, I know for a fact that 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 uh, that video, whatever they show, that film they showed, was a TV show, a TV special that didn't get aired. Oh. So they had it, and they were like, "Let's show it in front of Coco." Now, the more cynical people, and I kind of I see their point of view, were like, "Oh, we're nervous about this movie, Coco. It's too brown. Let's put some frozen flavor on it in front." <laughs> so the oh audience, you know, but people so it's like were putting, like, it's like putting a, it's like a Tex-Mex putting a shitload of cheese and crema on, on, on the, on the <laughs> taco. You know. People were, I mean, people left, right? I mean, people yeah. were like, I have wow. a babysitter for two and a half hours, and I can't stay here and watch this. I got, you know, this is, you know, it, it was 35 minutes. I mean, you it felt like 35 minutes, yeah. but I think it was about, it might have been 22 minutes. It <laughs> felt like forever. My son looked at me, and he said, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know. And like, I sat there like, I know this is supposed to be Coco. So I look behind me and like, there's oh plenty of brown God. people in here. Like, okay. Totally like, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell? But then we watched the movie. Okay, here we go. We're right. back to normal. But me and my wife and my son remember that. And we're like, one, that made me not ever want to see Frozen. Personally. Personally. <laughs> and I still haven't. Okay. Secondly, I was like, the gall. Like the it's so tone deaf. It was so tone deaf. It felt like, yeah. like you, it makes sense now if it it wasn't meant to be together, but it just was, and that's yeah. just so tone deaf, man. But uh, <laughs> hey, but I mean, you consulted on that. I'm gonna know. go. I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go look for it. I don't. I never. I didn't go to the theater, but uh, but I mean, at the same time, it's not like it's not like they don't have a culture. It's just that they've sanitized. It feels like they've sanitized it so much that you know, like they they're like trying to get dirty back again, like. Kind of like um like not necessarily but I don't know go go I mean, go that, get our thing, you know, know like the frozen they could have said this is Norway and we're gonna yeah. like, go Norwegian all the way yeah and pagan I mean, you know all that pagan I stuff about Norway I'd love to learn about it yeah dude I, 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 I'm, I'm excited that for cool. all that look at Thor look at all the Norse god stuff I mean shit like that's interesting why not. Yeah, you know? like I'm, I'm into watching. Like I watch a lot of like um I don't know like The Last Kingdom. There's like a bunch of, but it's like a bunch of white people killing each other. What's better than that, you know? But <laughs> um I always watch Viking stuff, you know, because I like that. You know, it's like very mythical, or whatever. Viking and it's like yeah, right? Viking, you know, yeah. the Viking show on History Channel was dope. Yeah, yeah, Vikings was awesome. Yeah, I just got to watching it myself, and it's like, yeah, what's better than watching white people kill each other? So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like like Stanley said, it's like different, you know. It's like Game but, of Thrones was the same thing, you know. <laughs> why even yeah. why I touch on it is, it felt it, it's funny mm -hmm. to say in the same sentence that you were on that show as a on the movie as a consultant to help make sure that yeah. what was being shown was appropriate and treated with respect. No, like that's kind of you, you had a hand in that. Can mindful, you talk a little right? bit so about mindful, that? Being mindful, sure. Sure. And, it, you know, it all started with the controversy of Disney trying to trademark 
the term Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yeah. and, that, and that's how I got involved, you know, by making them, you know, the whole the whole community got upset and we, you know, uh, Disney uh, uh, retracted their trademark application because of the uproar, and they really stepped in it. I mean, they really, really uh, messed up. Um, but uh, and it was acknowledged later that it was a screw up. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I and and I drew the cartoon Muerto Mouse uh, against you know that that yeah. thing happening. So then uh, uh, my friend uh, was a consultant that she's a consultant on Disney shows. She called me and said they want to talk to you and see if you want to come on the team. And I was like very you know cynical about it, but um, I was telling somebody it was less of a they were less of them trying to co-op me and more of if you can't beat them, join them, you know, ah, kind of thing. Okay. Like, because eventually they did, I mean, we had a, a team of three Chicano consultants, were each different specialties. Um, you know, one had a lot of musical knowledge. Uh, that was uh, um, uh, Marcella Davidson Aviles from Tucson, and then Octavio Solis from the Bay Area. He's a playwright, like a, one of our top Chicano playwrights. And then myself, I know what audiences like, like and, and, and how, how the Latino audience reacts to things. So you, you can know? kind of yeah. catch the bullshit, kind of like, mm, like then when someone looks at it and goes, ah, like, like I smell yeah. something funny kind of thing. You know, like, yeah, okay. like, like, you know, they wanted to use, like, uh, have the abuela hit everyone with a wooden spoon, you know, and we're like, uh, chancla, you know, I mean, no one's more bored of chancla jokes than I am, but yeah. that's like reality, and it's a thing, and the audience loved it. You know, they uh, they instead of checking out and going, which is what I do if I see a movie and it's like fake, you know, like uh, it's, it's some cultural thing is 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 wrong. I it just takes me out of the movie, right? Yeah, and so the audience. You buy in when you see it. it's like authentic. Yeah, you even saw the you even saw the chancla with the Infinity Stones on like later yeah. on. <laughs> so cross pollination. Yeah. So so we were so so Pixar really opened up and let us bring in people from the community, people like Luis Valdez and like real luminary people to come give uh, their two cents about about the film. I mean, we had like. About over you know two dozen community people from around the country, very accomplished people come in and and also give notes and and we gave notes on everything ourselves and uh, you know it turned out all right. You I know, mean, I want to compliment you and the team. Of course, everyone you mentioned that helped with because I have a feeling that if you guys had no the uproar wasn't wasn't done and we didn't they, if Disney didn't budge or Pixar didn't budge, we'd have a very different telling of that story. Like it'd be, no, yeah. I, I feel like it would have a very, like como dice Walter right here. You buy your Dia de los Muertos gear at safe at Winco. Like it's just been like, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, it's like, no, yeah. Coco could have had that happen, and then what happens? It even, it's even, it's know? even on cacerolas now. Like they have it on like a cacerola underneath where you put the fire. Yeah. Like it has like fucking the, like the calavera. You know, it's like when you ask people like, <laughs> what do you know? Do you know where this comes? It's always from the purépecha from Michoacan and blah blah blah. Even fucking, I don't do those muertos paint face paint because I don't feel that that's part of my culture. And then you see people like with tattoos and shit. It's like, oh, it's just a cut for whatever. But I, I like that yeah, you guys yeah. went that that far. And thank you because 
you know, my wife's Mexican. And so she grew up with these yeah. traditions and she grew up in Puebla, like in Mexico, remembering these things, the marigolds, all that. Like we didn't have that. You know, I grew up yeah, in so. L.A., Salvadoreños. My families were refugees from the war. Like there's a yeah. whole different traditions for me. Right. Sure. But my son saw this movie and had questions. And he's like, well, what yep. is that? Now I'm interested. Like, can you talk about it? Like, and same yeah. thing goes for, which I'm guessing, you, hopefully you can get into it, how you transition into Los Casa Grandes, that Cardano animated sure. series you're on, because he started watching and he's like, this is fun. This is good. <laughs> and I go, and because he started seeing like the animation was fun and it was, the jokes were funny and he can relate to some of the things because the reality is, you mentioned it in the show, this the main character grows up in a multi generational household, and their best friends are pretty much his, his, her family, you know, cousins and whatnot. Same thing for him. Yeah. he's an only child, and yeah. he his friends are his cousins, and he's able to relate yeah. to that. So, kind of, can you talk about how that happened? How they called upon you guys to kind of start that project? Because that's amazing to have that kind of show on the air. Yeah, well, sure. Uh, I wanted to just uh, put a pin on what you know about the uh, the the. The caserolas at Winco or whatever, you know, yeah. like my <laughs> that is when people were were you know how Twitter H-E-B, is. H E B by the way, it was H E B. H E B You can get these at H E B on the front. Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got my whole. I have a shelf full of nothing yeah. but Chico right now. It's but better like, than Alka tell you that. <laughs> when 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 the activists were were getting at us for even working on the project. You know, they were like talking about the sacredness mm-hmm. of the other one, yeah. and, stuff, and, I, and I was like, "Yeah, that's why I'm I'm there." You know, like the 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 calaveras already out of the bag. You know, Americans <laughs> yeah. already, already discovered the other yeah. one. And, discovered, and that, <laughs> yeah, they, they Columbus did already. Uh, it's yeah. already out there. Why not correct that and show what it's really like? You know, and so yeah. some, you know, I mean, I all those haters that I had that were trying to put me down for that, they're Quiet. They probably own three copies of Coco now. Oh yeah. I will tell you, but I will give you an example of, of kind of the uh, I did the my baby mama. Uh, she pretty much when she was going to UT, when she was yeah. going to UT, she was going here to UT to get her masters. Um, I'm a shadow. No, I shouldn't have said her name, but oh well. Um, uh, she was getting uh, she was getting her her masters at UT. They had, I guess, it, they used to have like gatherings where they were like, um, you know, oh, we're gonna have like a happy hour, right? Because you know, master students tend to get together with professors sure. or stuff like that. And and one of them set up an event, and she, and one of them set up the event, and she called it uh, Halloween slash Dio de los Muertos. And she even spelled it wrong. Dio de los muertos. Was there a flyer? Dio de los muertos. And and she did a, I guess, a flyer and invitation. And then I, they kind of raised her voice and it's like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, why are you confined? Because she's from Michoacan, actually. So she kind of got mad about that. And I told her, hey, well, raise your voice. You know, say something. And she did it. And she brought it up. And then, I guess, faculty or whatever came back and said, oh, actually, we're not involved with that. We're not providing any – they were providing cookies or something like that. So they even <laughs> pulled that out. And then the the girl that was doing it, she was like a, a white woman. Uh, she said, okay, actually, I'm going to have it at my house anyway. So if you want to come to my house, I'm having a Halloween slash Dio de los Muertos, whatever. <laughs> and it's like – so 
Yeah, I, I, it's like that frustration, and it's not even my frustration as a because you know I, I didn't grow up with it, but I could feel it from other people, and it's like this is ridiculous. It feels ridiculous, you know, and and then to counteract, I want to give her credit for for we at, at our house, she ended up having an event herself, and we set up an altar, and she had people over from different ethnicities, like you know, uh, Chinese, Asian, India, whatever, like. And people came over, brought pictures, set them up on the altar, and she kind of educated them on what it meant, what Dia los Muertos meant, you know. So when we saw the movie, she she appreciated. She cried. Her mom cried. They're from Michoacan, and it's like good, good shit, man. So to me, that was the stamp of approval, you know, kind of like. Oh well, that's nice. Those good material, I, you know. I talked to the um, the head of movie marketing, uh, movie distribution for Disney. Uh, for China, right? Okay. And I met him at Pixar, and he was like, he took me aside. He goes, "You." He lives in Shanghai. He goes, "You've not lived until you've gone, uh, you've been in a movie theater with a uh, watching Coco with a bunch of sobbing Chinese people." He goes, <laughs> "Everybody was crying, and it didn't matter, you know, because it's." I'm getting chills telling yeah. that story. Because it no, went, no, and, and I and I agree with all you. About representing yeah. correctly yeah. what it is, and people appreciate that. No, and the one thing I've noticed, because where I work at the at the firm where I work, it's owned and uh, uh, the owners are Chinese, and um, I work with a lot of Chinese engineers and stuff, and I have a lot more in common with people from China than I do with white people, and in, in that respect, because they're they're like they 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 cook this, yeah, like in terms of the food and. And how they they haggle yeah. for everything, and how they like. And I don't. I, I kind of get what you're meaning there. I can kind of feel that. I can understand that because there's we have a lot more in common than, than we do. But you guys, yeah, uh, Lalo, you there guys were... covered it on your on your, your show. I mean, you you help write it's Casa Grande. Like you guys covered Dia de los Muertos there. And yes. I, and I and uh, can you talk about that a little bit since we're kind of sure. on the same uh, Casa thing? Casa Grande is our, uh, show I work on uh, Nickelodeon. It's a spinoff from a show called. The Loud House, and these are animated shows. Um, uh, the show is about a young girl that moves in. Her mom, brother, uh, and herself move from the suburbs to the big city uh, to be with the family, and uh, the big extended Mexican-American family. And uh, they live in an apartment building with uh, all kinds of different ethnicities. Uh, we, I, I introduced... A Central American family, Salvadoran family, nice. the Flores family, uh, and uh, they, uh, they. I think it's a first in animation, you know. I and, agree, man. I have thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So so far, the you only know? the only stuff I've seen is like, oh, la 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 que cuido, la que limpia. She's from El Salvador in yeah. some very obscure <laughs> movie or some Guatemalteco and some, you know, what's that one movie with um with Robin Williams where they have like a Gay guy that is from Guatemala, I forget. Oh, the Burkina. Oh, wow, yeah, wow. and it's like I actually work with that guy Hank is on there. a show called Border Town. Oh, um, yeah, that's, that's also yours. Yeah, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Yeah, on yep. Simpsons. Yep. And Apu, uh, he does Apu. He does Apu. Oh, yeah. did Apu. Yeah. The only the only diversity had to get killed by <laughs> rest of Apu. Like, no, but you know. And then they're like, oh, but uh, you know, I'm tenth generation uh, Spanish Basque. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
So, anyway. but yeah, you're saying so the the show <laughs> uh, kind of like we touched Sorry on that, that. And, and I want to my, my son was really excited. I told him, oh, I mean, I'm going to be talking to Lalo. He helped, you know, write, you know, on the show. And he was like, wow, really? He's like, that's cool because he can identify with some of the topics and he really enjoyed it. The only sucky part is that he we don't have cable, you know, because we pour down here. So he's like, has <laughs> to, he has to catch him when he can, you know, online, but that he loves it. And I really wanted to touch base because my wife too, she gets upset because she doesn't see anything Latino positive for kids that's animated. My kid loves yeah. Gravity Falls and, you know, all the old cartoons too. He's watching, you know, random things here and there, but no Latinos, you know? And yeah. so I, what you guys yeah. are doing is amazing. I really, really appreciate that, for, especially for Except me. for what, Rick, Rick Rick Sanchez from McRick and Morgan? Oh, I don't man, he's Latino. That's the only thing. Yeah, you got you got uh, you got Latino overload on uh, overdose on uh, the Casa Grandes, which is how it should be, you know. And uh, we we uh, yeah, the show represents you know has immigrants in that family, has first generation, second generation, you know, has a, a, a you know little little kids, uh, teenagers, adults, has professionals, doctors. Uh, you know, nurse. Uh, you know, so we try to. It's 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 you know positive and funny. Uh, uh, you know, we can't handle uh, we can't tackle super touchy subjects. It's a show for yeah. six to eleven. Yeah. But you know but, what's great? Uh, we can that, push the. Yeah, you don't underestimate the kids watching. You don't yeah. underestimate their intelligence, and you don't underestimate their sensitivity to it, because. Yeah. Topics you brought up were great, and my son even said he goes, "Oh, her, her dad was her dad's a doctor. Cool. Like, you know, you have a Latino family that are professionals, like you said, and they have other yeah. work too. But you think about it, the parents are a doctor and a nurse, you know, that works yeah. very hard, loves their family, and then you have the family owns a store. You know, like it's like it's not your atypical Latino that's just a gardener, you know, yeah. or the guy that fixes the car. Like you have someone that has a lot more depth. So I appreciate what you guys are doing and your whole team there. It's awesome. Really is really oh, cool. Well, well, thank you. You know, we fought for the the. I fought for the dad uh, to be a doctor. Uh, he's played by Eugenio Derbez. Yeah, uh, yep. famous comedian, and uh, he's great in it. Uh, he's he's. You know, uh, initially I was like, oh, he's got to be. I remember that from Derbez. <laughs> so I pushed for him. I wanted him to be a Mexican American or Chicano doctor. But we got Eugenio Derbez, so okay, he's an immigrant, you know, from Mexico who who came here to go to med school, and he did good, you know. And yeah. uh, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Positivity, so, uh, man. We really and we try to write jokes that the you know it's for co-viewing, you know, for your the parents to watch too and get some jokes and and to recognize the the cultural elements and be like you know get that good feeling like. Wow, you know, I never saw that on TV before, and you know, there. Well, I recognize that, and uh, you know, we, it should it shouldn't be so rare, you know. But uh, yeah. we're still working on it. We're we're still trying. You know, and <clears throat> I wanted to touch on you know what's going on right now. You know, you still do your 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 drawings on a regular basis. We follow you. We post your stuff. We repost your stuff. And you mentioned earlier, you know, the more we get your stuff out there, the better. Not only for that, but your messages make an impact, man. They really do. With an image, you say a thousand words, right? And I wanted to ask this of you because what's going on right now, and I, we don't have to dig deep, but still, 
Has there ever been a yes, subject? Yeah, yeah, we do. The swift, the subject that we're gonna get in there, but has there <laughs> ever been a subject that you look at and go, "Oh shit, I'm not gonna comment on that one," or are you like the opposite, like, "Oh shit, I can't wait to draw something about this"? <laughs> well, you know, funny you should say that because I think. Now that I mean, there's never really been a topic that I I can't talk about. Um, it, it usually would depend on the the newspapers or where you know be published. So in my comic strip, you know, I do the daily comic strip yeah. too, and uh, there's you know not really going to talk about sex and graphic things, violence in that because it's a daily newspaper. The the kids do little kids do read it, so there's a certain level of stuff that. You got to dance around, you know. So um, I, I don't talk about some of that stuff, but not not as you know. I'm I'm afraid of any topic, you know. Um, and uh, so I try to do my best to to cover everything. But my focus is, you know, immigrant rights and being anti-racist and uh, you know uh, being pro-feminist and you know not being a dick. You know, like yeah, that's the best. Don't, don't yeah. be an asshole. Yeah, yeah, seriously, man. What's what's happening right now with George Fair. Floyd and the protest? You know, like you're in L.A. right, in San Diego, or you're in L.A. proper. I'm in L.A. So Santa Monica got shut down right recently, like today. Like there was a curfew now. Right. Like everything's going crazy in Dallas. We have protests. We got a curfew now. It's happening all over the place. I mean. What are your thoughts, man? I mean, what can you share? I mean, like you said, you've lived long enough. You start seeing things repeat themselves and change. And I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you something. Like I remember, I don't know, Stanley, if you remember, my tío Saúl showing up with the frozen dinners when the riots happened in LA. I like, don't like, remember. One of our tío showed up. Ninety-two running riots. Showed up like this with frozen <laughs> dinners because burned down the supermarket down that, the street. That sort of limitations on that has run out. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I mean, I it's... just say you know, I I've been we've been here before. You know, I've been here. Before. Yeah, exactly. I so. I I was out on the streets during the LA riots. You know, we went to go protest uh, uh, Parker Center at the LAPD headquarters, and we got our asses shoved down by cops. You know, and uh, and they as they protected the station. You know, they 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 roughed us up, and uh, we went on to keep protesting, marched. Uh, and then shit got crazy, uh, and then we're like, okay, maybe, maybe it's time to go home. And then it really got crazy over the the few weeks, you know. And so, it, I mean, much less so then than than now. Uh, I, I back then it, there was zero outside agitators or provocateurs. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It was a hundred percent. The community was frustrated, and uh, and and it erupted and. The you know whether they got some frozen dinners or not you know or a, a big TV you know that's like extraneous that's, you know I mean they definitely it was real real yeah. anger and you know what um, I think the outside people today it's not that many you know there's it's not that many outside people there's some knuckleheads starting shit you know and then there there are people uh, looting, you know, because of the frozen dinners or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, um, it's real. You could feel the frustration, man. I mean, we're, it, it's, 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 everything's coming to a head, you know, it's like the well, frustration I mean, over income inequality, uh, you know, the, the racist attacks on people. I mean, it, it's, it's, it can't go 
keep going like this. Well, I mean, gotta... you're at this point, like you, you mentioned it earlier, and I, I want to bring it up because me and my wife had a conversation today. We're walking around in the morning walk, and she's like, what's going to happen next? At this point, in the last two weeks, we've had, you know, the murder. We've had the woman call the police in the park with their dog, like faking an attack on the black, you know, the black guy in the park. It could have led to a murder, you know? Yeah. Then you have, it's just the COVID stuff going on. And then you still have like all this stuff hand in hand, hand in hand, hand in hand, like, and the looting. And she asked me, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? And my answer to her was like, too many times have we, we've been here too many times and something extreme has to happen so that we can wake up the other side of it to, to perpetuate change. I mean, it has to. I'm not yeah. a guy that's very that's out there on the streets knocking people down. If I could, you know, I, in some way support it from home, right? Donate a couple bucks here and there to some funds. But <laughs> what do you think? I mean, at this stage, 2020, for God's sakes, like, what is gonna happen? Yeah, uh, I've, I've, in, in terms of for me, uh, when I was talking about, uh you know, the, the Trump presidency, because I'm a cartoonist and a, a political cartoonist, I am soaking this stuff 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not like every, everybody's not as, you know, neck deep in it as I am. Uh, and, and you're, you know, people like that are lucky, you know. <laughs> it's will drive you crazy. But I felt like the physics of this, it cannot stand. I mean, it was, and then I thought the, the, the breaking point was all the COVID, you know, coming and breaking this presidency and breaking this like grip uh, on on people that it has, and uh, yeah. I, I, I felt like the planet was coming. I'm not yeah. a metaphysical dude, but it was like the planet was just like, yeah, that's it, you know, boom, yeah, basta, you know, because it, it was like, how far can this go? And then boom, you know. Life is, you know, is good at uh, coming at you from another direction where you don't see it. And look what happened. I mean, it all converged. So, um, you know, I, 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 I'm not trying to be super pessimistic, no. but uh, uh, the, you know, I think we're probably due for another. That I agree with you. There's another big break, or I don't know what what you call it, a, a, a an explosion, something. Yeah, man, another. Else. Another fucking big bang, another explosion, another I don't know something is gonna happen. It's like the the fucking they're shaking the the Topo Chico bottle so much that that that, that thing yeah, there you go that that thing is gonna fucking burst and it's it's a trip because now we're trapped at home because of a curfew and my mom tells me she goes damn I remember being stuck at home because of the war and now we're now we're stuck at home because of COVID and because of rioters like. This is good. I don't know. Yeah, but there's a, like a big difference there too. Like, uh, like um, uh, there were I, I, the what's his name um, from Five Meets in the comedy that Five Meet the, the guys from Five Meets he posted Hector. something earlier. They yeah. had that and, uh, the no 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 it's uh, Ezekiel I think uh, Rolando actually oh, Rolando. Um, he post yeah uh, he posted something and it, and it makes sense. It's like you have uh, at least here in Texas. Cause I'm right here at the Capitol. Like. Um, a few weeks ago, you have motherfuckers, white people, with all you know, armed to the teeth, yeah, masks and everything, protesting at the protesting at the fucking Capitol, 
because they can't get fucking haircuts, you know? <laughs> and then now you have, you know, people of color protesting because, you know, people are getting murdered by cops. You know, it's like a big difference, you know. Like yeah. like I said, I'm, el lo tengo largo, and I'm not worried about going and cutting my hair, you know. But then, like, you see the priorities, you know, like the, the set of priorities going on. But it's like, that is ridiculous, man. you know. I think it. See, I'm sorry, but you see that photo of the, the people in New York. Uh, there's a Black Lives Matter protest, and then there's all these white people having brunch, you know, and they're like, brunch lives matter, you know, like with the caption. <laughs> like, two different priorities, you know. Very yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't it kind of, it's bullshit when you look at the signs where they're like, oh, my body, my choice, really? For the mask? <laughs> That's your yeah. argument? But when women are standing in the streets for their real choice, you're like, no? Really? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. topsy-turvy, man. Like, I look at it and I go... Nah, this is a fucking Black Mirror episode. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yep, it like, feels this, like it. This it can't like be it. happening. But then you're like, damn, it's happening. It's it's yeah, like it's like happening. you said. I don't know if you mentioned it, but like, how many what drive by, uh, graduations, drive by, you know, wellness visits, you know, drive by, just checking on people because you can't really do anything anymore. It's a trip. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip, and you know, like my workplace is. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about it, but I think we're pretty much going to be working uh, at home uh, for, for the time being. Uh, and uh, as a cartoonist, this, this is uh, how I lived for 30 years. So <laughs> no social interaction, not going out, uh, you know, so that's eating a, a bunch of extra food. That's the key to success. Stuck at home, don't talk to nobody, and eat junk food. <laughs> Do right, your work. There you go. Do your work, right? Do your work. That's the way to be successful. But I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a trip. It's scary. It's un I don't know. It's a, it's a fucking crazy. I don't know where we're headed to, but um, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like uh, we we have to talk to each other, and we have to keep the lines communication open, and we have to meet people like organize, you know, yeah, organize, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's good to know that yeah. you guys go out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're all the cliche, we're all in this together, but, uh, yeah, we have to support each other. And, uh, uh, and, and like, uh, I, I said about my cartoons, sharing is caring, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I put your yeah. stuff out there and, and I, I love it. I dig it. Some of those images just pop. Like, you know, we had the whole white, you know, white spaces and that caught it. That was a thing for us. I love that interaction. And I don't know how you feel about this, man, but. I always it always in the back of my mind tripped me out when we went to that first uh I think it was the second Latino Comic Con in Texas where we met you. And yeah. I was like my cousin will tell you I sat there and go, Oh shit, like that's that's Lalo, dude. Like that's that's a that's a big deal. And he was sitting and at I'm the like, table. I'm like I'm like, yes we can no, like, not only that, but he was sitting like if anybody knows, he was sitting like across from Hector Cantu. Like yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. shit, like you have no fucking clue who these dudes are and they're just chilling at a table, like, Lala, I swear to God, you looked at you were falling asleep in the chair. And when, when we were like, I'm all like, nobody, like, nobody's making a big deal, you know? Yeah. And it sucks. That was around the time of Coco, because he said Coco. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Up to Coco, it's a nap. But what I'm, what I'm getting to is, do you yeah. think that with what you're doing with your projects and what other creative artists in our, you know, our generation and even before, are trying to push is to where when we get to that point and your name is dropped, they're like, oh, shit, yeah, that's him. That's him. Like, people can see that recognition because you're doing something, but because we haven't had the real shot 
Is that why you don't see that enthusiasm in the Latino community yet? I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's. I'm not saying it's... you're getting. You should be mobbed in the streets, like oh my god, you know. But <laughs> but what I'm getting it's at just... is, you recognize. Avoid that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, definitely, but. <laughs> you want to recognize that within the community, oh, I have to keep reminding my son, oh, you know what? That he's Latino or he's a Latino yeah. writer. Oh, he's a Latino artist. or he's Latino because just to keep that in his head. So when he yeah. hears the names, he knows who it is to give proper knowledge and representation. So do you think the Latino community is just still lacking that? Or are we slowly just getting in there like so we can see, get that recognition that you need? Well, not need, but you deserve it, dude. Like if I don't give it here on this phone call, but you definitely, <laughs> even your peers, like Javier, Hector, these guys love you to death, man. They give you tons of props for what you do. Uh, well, I appreciate those guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I wish uh, people were more into comics, of course. You know, I wish uh, I wish newspapers there were, were back to, you know, the levels of, you know, yesterday, but uh, with newspapers. Um, and, uh, but I feel like, you know, I get, acknowledgement and you know when I mean I just I'm not you know trying to pat myself on the back but when I was a Pulitzer finalist a few I weeks ago oh, yeah, I, I, I I won you know it was like uh, people still ask me when do they decide I'm like no Pulitzer finalist I didn't win yeah. but it's an author uh, <laughs> like the guy already <laughs> but uh, but it felt the 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 outpouring from the community was so big uh, that I felt like I won 10 Pulitzers, you know, because everybody was like, oh, my God, you won, you won, you won a, you got a finalist, you know, and uh, so it was, I, I kind of felt like, oh, I think I, I, I hit a new level here, you know. Uh, yeah, but I'll be honest, like, I know that Europe put it, you, you were, you know, the runner-up or whatever, but I don't know who the hell won it, so, you know, like. <laughs> to us, you're the winner, win, you know? there you go, so, to us. Yeah, you're the winner Pulitzer. in my book, like, I know That's that true. you were, in, you know, but I don't know who won it, so, okay, whatever. So. <laughs> That's the thing, knowing knowing your audience loves you. Sounds like I won yeah. the Primo Pulitzer. The Primo Pulitzer, yeah, man. Go. We need to have a cool, a cool uh, T-shirt <laughs> made up for you there, Lalo. But uh, you know, we're winding down here to end the show. You know, I appreciate you really making the time today. I, I really appreciate Be it, man. Before we go out on the goodbyes, uh, may I bring up one thing? Of course. I, I'd like go ahead, to say that uh, it is is super important that you know uh, uh, Mexican Americans, Chicanos have solidarity with Central American people, uh, Salvadorans, uh, Guatemalans, uh, you know, everybody. Um, and I find, like, this recent trend of, like, some... It might just be one of those college student things where they're, they hate on Mexicans and Chicanos a lot. And I, I, I find it, like... It's kind of going backwards, and I don't know where this comes from. I've been lectured online about I can't draw cartoons about the kids in the cages, you know, because Why? I'm because I'm uh, Mexican. I'm not Central American. I should shut up. And I'm like, that shit doesn't make any sense because no. I'm trying to support those kids, and I don't care that they're from Central America, they're or Mexico. I don't care where they're from. I, if they're from Kenya. And they're getting locked up in cages, man. Those are kids, you know. Those are our kids, you know. And so, I, it's a, a, a hopefully it's a a, little, a trend that will go away because 
I've always been, you know, down for Central American. I mean, I started when I started drawing cartoons. Yeah, it was in in the eighties. I mean, it was during the yeah. all the, the wars in Central America caused by Reagan and Reagan. US Kissinger. And so, Kissinger, don't forget Kissinger. Kissinger all the fucking piece of fuckers, shit, man. Fuck, you know. Listen, so, man, I was trying to let you leave, but here we go. So, <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, I'm a hundred percent with you. No, no, it's that. a good topic. It's fuck, a good like, topic. Listen, that. here's the thing. I I was it was a top edge bring is bouncing around on Twitter right now. You're probably seeing it Lalo where it's like the light skinned Latinx and the dark skinned Latinx like and I'm like fuck <laughs> what red, else red skin the red skinned Latinx right there and the one like, yeah I'm the red skin one right there. <laughs> <laughs> no but what I'm getting at is you're right. It's like and I wanna piggyback on that is what other fucking dividing line do you need at this point? Like what else Back it's like the man, which is but, the white but man, I will is coming this. in to making us fight each other. I will say this again. though. I will say this though. Is is um their their voice and their concerns should be heard, you know, and taken into account because if if you're gonna go ahead and say something about somebody or something that you know, if you educate yourself, you do it in a in a tasteful manner, you know, you don't just fucking start talking shit and assuming that you know, like you know, if if you kind of do your homework on it, it yeah. it's, it's a you're using a you're using your existing platform to expose to push something you know it's like, oh shit okay cool and then you can start introducing or, or, or bringing in other voices in and through your involvement or other people's involvement or because you expose somebody else because of your content they turn around and say oh shit you know salvadoreños or centroamericanos or somebody else you know what i mean like like if done tastefully and 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 and, and, and there's a valid because uh, 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 you don't want to get swallowed by that whole like I said, I had a coworker that asked me, like I said before, where where in Mexico is El Salvador? You know, so it's like, the fuck do you mean where in Mexico is El Salvador? You know, so like you educate her and be like, oh, oh shit, I didn't know. To me, everything from outside of the border was Mexico. Well, no, no, it isn't. Solidarity, you know? though, right? Um, like you're saying, like that's the yeah. thing. I see that topic come up, and it becomes another thing in my head, and I go, fuck, another dividing line, because yeah. And I don't know, I, I had the experience, I don't know about you, but me, I've had the experience where it's like, oh, you're not Salvadoreño. And I go, why not? You don't look Yeah, like even you. within, yeah, because you're, you're not Salvadoreño. You're not Salvadoreño. You know, like, like, what do you mean? Like, you don't look it. What Salvadoreño look like? Oh, they look skinny and dark and they talk really fast and their Spanish is very vulgar. And I go like, my family is 100% from Salvador. What difference does it make? My mama was and my daddy was. If I am, or if I'm not Latino enough, you know, if I'm not Latino enough, like that kind of conversation bothers me. From episode one, two and a half years ago, when we had this show started, it was like, you know, we we acclimated the Latino microcosm or becoming more than that now, culture, uh, as a mosh pit, you know, a social mosh pit where (laughs) everyone's muscling in for space. You know, everybody's trying to get into space. But instead of knocking yeah. each other down, you're supposed to pick each other up and move forward in that in that pit, right? And which is a good metaphor, you good know. Metaphor you pick each other it. out when you fall, you know. So. Yeah, you're supposed to pick each other up and keep fighting yeah. that fight. But like you said, yeah. more and more, it's like how many more pieces of the string cheese can you pull apart in this shit? Like, come on, we gotta be together, no? Yeah, and it's like all about timing too. Like, um, yeah, and again, I maybe because I'm soaked in political activism a lot. But like you know, there was like yes, just yesterday, arguing. I don't know where this person was from, but I posted that photo. You've seen it of uh, protesters in Atlanta at CNN with the big oh, CNN yeah. logo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tagged it up or whatever. 
and there's a people on top of the logo. Uh, one of guy with a Black Lives Matter banner. Yeah. And yeah. the next one is the guy with a, a Mexican flag as yep. a king kind of thing, right? And I was yeah. like, all right, solidarity, right? Yeah. Well, this person wanted to pull the string cheese on that <laughs> and say, you know, the Mexican settler state colonial flag represents so many racist things. I'm like. That kid's not thinking about that. That's wow. not relevant. That's so, you know, no, I mean, we, yeah, we can't support black if we don't acknowledge it. I'm like, I'm happy to see a kid from Georgia, because yeah. everyone under 40 is a kid to me, right? So <laughs> I'm happy to see a kid from Georgia with a Mexican flag showing love for uh, Black Lives yeah. Matter. Yeah. That's what that image is, and that's it. But no. We have to divide it and be like, no, this is a bad thing. And it's like, no, this is a wrong way, wrong-headed way of thinking. Because even like if you, if you go to that point, it's like, did you know Fanta was uh, for the Nazis? You know, like like that type of, uh, <laughs> yeah. cause it was, but you know what? Like you have to like um, pick I own, your... I own the VW Bug, man. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a, a, a like yeah. I like the metaphor of the cheese because it's like yeah, you're right. You're completely right. And like I always say, like if you don't know Spanish, that's cool. Don't worry about it. It's a it's a, it's a colonial language, anyways. Language, you know, like yeah. You know, but don't make a big deal out of it too. You know, to as but information. It's good to know that you know. But there's a time and place to to really. Yes, exactly. um, if anything, there should be more unity, right? Like so. Let's have the discussion yeah. when others they, when we have Black Lives Matter going on, others murder of this man. Let's focus on this. Let's not worry yeah. about the other shit going on right now. It's, is it? I imagine. I imagine it's like I remember Dave Chappelle when it's like when keeping it real goes wrong. You know, like like he goes <laughs> like you know what? There's a time and that now he's unemployed. Now he's like you know he, he can't pay his, his bills and it's like so. Oh, but he kept it real. So yeah, you gotta. Right? Yeah, but he kept it real. But so no, it is like you, you gotta said. Pick your like, battles. It's no longer. It's easier to shout a bunch of shit online. You hide behind the yeah. anonymity of the Twitter feed, and you hide behind that, and you can you have your digital soapbox of what you want to say, and you can hide and mm -hmm. scurry away into the into you know into the darkness. Nobody sees you again. But all you've yeah. done is poison people, and then that poison spreads, and here we are again a year yeah, later. Yeah, now yeah. we're having and, and then it, colorism and then it arguments. Makes people yeah, because yeah. And then at that extent, you, you know, like if someone, oh, you did a, you know, you did your a comic or whatever based on, you know, kids in the cage, and then somebody, you know, shoots that at you, and it's like, okay, next time you want to use your voice to, you know, point the fucking cursor at, at an issue, you're going to be like, should I? Should I do it? Should I not do it? You know, that's not a healthy either. You know, that's not healthy either, you know. So, but you're over yeah. that, no, like. You do you, right? I mean, you, you give me that I mean, vibe. I, I'm a knucklehead. I don't give a shit, you yeah, know. I, you but go. it 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 does bug me, and it makes me feel sad that, you know, uh, I don't know who's teaching them, and is are they learning this in college or, you know, I don't I don't understand. You know, I, I hate feeling like, uh, you know, get off my lawn, you know. Uh, <laughs> or, or, but you know, I I mean, it, it's disheartening a bit, but I hope that we can. Uh, you might roll that shit up and yeah. roll over it, you know? Yeah, like get over it. Let's let's move past the... Because it really is, yes, like Walter says, it's a conversation for another time. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Let's focus on the matter, that, the things that matter. If you're going to focus on the kids, man, thank you. That image 
is fucking awesome. The image of plastered me like, oh shit, like that's you said everything I want. I was thinking, you know what I mean? That's what we need. And so yeah. people like you doing the work, you know, people that are really aware of what your message truly is appreciates it. So definitely take it from someone from Salvador. Thank you. I really appreciate oh. it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Lalo, I mean, yeah. I want to thank you, man. I've kept you longer than yeah. I promised. But thank you so much for coming on the yeah, show. It was so good, right? It's yeah. so good. It was fun, yeah. man. Oh, Next time. Bonus, bonus mega extra good. Extra, uh, extra, extra large topo chico uh, for you guys <laughs> listening to the show. But anytime you want to you wanna come back, Lalo, please you know, feel free, man. Anytime. We love having you on here, dude. Of course I would. Just uh, let me know. If there's anything you want to say before we go, man, to any of uh, anybody out there listening, we still have fans that are creators themselves. You know, we always ask, what's something you can give them a piece of quick advice? Oh, anything? you know, uh, you know, if you are a, I mean, this works for cartoonists and I think for for writers too. Like, if uh, if 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 you want to be a cartoonist, uh, I, you know, young people would come up and say, I want to be a cartoonist, and I would be like. Don't. And then if they <laughs> want to be a cartoonist, I'm like, all right, you're going to be a cartoonist because cartoonists don't give up, writers don't give up, artists don't give up. You just you because you're meant to do it, you know. And it, 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 me, it might be because I'm not good at anything else, but it, it I wanted to keep doing this till I drop dead. So uh, I think that's the key to success in anything is just you know don't stop. Don't stop. Just do it. Like it, man. You know? Thank you, Lalo. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. That's the Thank end of the you, show. Man. Thank you, man. You yeah. have a great Thank one. Talk to you soon, man. Thank you again. Stay safe. Don't go riot. Don't go riot. <laughs> no, we're not. It's called a rebellion. So. A little bit. A little bit. Take care, Lalo. Thanks again, brother. Peace out. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this, that episode. Dope, 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 dope. I liked it. I, I had a blast. I want to thank Lalo, of course, for just trusting us to have a real conversation, you know? And Yeah, I, it, it was very... Um, that was my takeaway from it. If I can kind of... Um, you know, because it's like a, he, he comes from a... You think about it like a, a more... He has more, I guess, experience. I don't know. Like, he has a, a track record. And, and you kind of like, okay, you know, you kind of have to approach this person a certain way. But I didn't feel like that. You know, it was kind of just a dope conversation, really. So It was great. It me? let me talk to another guy that I really admired for his work. You know, his political cartoons. I love his voice online. You can follow him online at laloalcaraz.com. We always repost this stuff as well through our social media, which is at My Primo's Podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Take the message, like you said at the end, solidarity. You know, let's all go together towards yeah. Yeah. a better day. I mean, yeah, voices should be heard and need to be heard. But, you know, going off of that same message, it's like um, there's we're multifaceted in many ways. There's a different issues, many, 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 many layers. Um and obviously there's room and time to tackle everything at the same time to be honest you know 
we're, we're not a, a one-trick pony that we can just do one thing at one time you know um but at the same time at the end of the day let's come together rather than you know split apart even more and more and more like you were talking about the whole cheese Splitting. string cheese metaphor you know yeah, spinning yeah. cheese which is okay man everybody you know has a voice and it should be heard you know like that's why we're here right because i better came chingados you know who's listening right whatever right but uh but yeah man, at the end of the day let's come together rather than you know kind of like it's like when you get in a brother with you when you get in a in a fight with your brother you know or whatever and then you kind of mad but then at the end of the day like you know i love you you know remember we're all we're all sit at the table remember that was the whole line of the show we're all primos from different parts of the world we're all latinos we're all latinx uh we're all family we're all primos here so let's support each other let's hear each other out and till next time primos adios